Okay. Hey, everyone. So on today's podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about the importance of getting to know yourself better after something takes away your character as a person, whether that's a long-term relationship, whether it's a draining friendship, or even with your own family. Sometimes, um, well, I don't know if anyone is like me, but I'm a people pleaser. Um, I like to make people laugh. I like to, you know, uh, make people happy and comfortable. And I often feel like no matter what I do or how I feel, I'm going to make sure people around me are basically comfortable and relaxed. So sometimes that mean in a crowd of people, you may accept something that you wouldn't necessarily really want to accept, but you find yourself accepting it, which goes the same way for a relationship. You find yourself um, just giving in to things that you shouldn't give into and then you feel some type of way because you look around and you see maybe other girls or other guys not even accepting, you know, what you are accepting. And you find yourself looking for that strength, but then that person comes in and plays on your weakness and you're just like, all right, hop, skip, and a jump. And over time, it becomes emotionally draining. Excuse me. So yeah, it becomes emotionally draining. And for the most part, it's just, you know, just exhausting. You think about it. Everything that you give up is something that you developed over years of maybe a habit or the way you did things and things like that. And of course, I'm not saying, oh, keep things perfectly the way that they are. No, we all compromise in friendships and relationships in order to make it work. That's what you are supposed to do. But you can't overcompensate. And most of us can find ourselves overcompensating for you know, for whatever reason or for whatever person. And it's just not, it's exhausting, you know, and it's so hard to really talk about because sometimes you're not fully ready to tell your story, but you know, for a fact, like your story is grand and you have to start with the basics. Once you finally, 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 in that intoxicating relationship. And that goes for all of the above that I've mentioned earlier. Once you finally in that, you have to still build. Just because you let it go doesn't mean that, oh, you're free. Now, technically, you are free, but you are not free from the chains that you've been in. Or let's just say, the marks will still be there. So now it's to a point where you have to sit up there and get those marks healed. 
you have to heal. And unfortunately, it's kind of hard to, you know, <clears throat> exactly know how to heal. We all don't know how to heal ourselves. And you wonder where to start and you find yourself on Google and you find yourself looking up a counselor and I'm not too keen on everyone's pockets, but I am keen on mine. And uh, once you start looking at counseling, next thing you know, you're on a 1-800 number with your health insurance trying to figure out, well, what do you cover? <laughs> you know, and I would say that that would be the point that I am right now without technically being free. Trying to heal myself with something that is already set to be coming in, but both still have to be in the same household for a time. <clears throat> so where do we begin with healing? I feel like, and I don't want to say this because I am totally not knocking other people's way of healing, but sometimes when I come to a more realistic view or I'm not saying it's not realistic, but maybe I'm pinpointing a certain crowd that has not been open to meditation and yoga and, and counseling and things like that. Those are what we can call our standard versions, you know? So maybe for the average Joe or people who even come from um, a minority household that don't really embrace those things. And if you do, you're kind of looked at as like the odd one, so to speak. So, <clears throat> so methods of trying to heal yourself. I mean, of course, they always say just start exercising. And let's face it, once you go through, especially a breakup, we'll just target the relationship point of this. Once you go through that, your whole goal is like, oh, I'm going to glow up and I'm going to be fine. And boom, they're going to see what they've missed out on. Right. We all, we all go there. So of course you have your exercise, but I would say it's not so healing if that is your goal for the exercise. I can't go to the gym like, oh, I'm going to make him see. I want to go to the gym because let me re find a way to relax my shoulders, relax my thoughts, get in the movement, feel healthier, feel stronger. So I would say don't direct that part of healing towards that type of negativity, so to speak. Okay, so the next thing, um, let's see, as I'm thinking, I guess it would really be just really even trying to figure it out. I can't say that I positively know. And I mean, I could have gotten on here and been like, I done the research and this and that. But I would like people to start at the point that I'm starting at, the unknown, the, oh, maybe we can do this and maybe we can do that or maybe we can do this. I want to start there. So my whole thing is what can we do for those of us who don't do those things? And of course, I honestly would still think even stepping out of our box, no matter what 
our backgrounds may be. Let's step out of our box and do other things. And, you know, I actually did read this article that talked about, you know, getting to know your inner you and things like that. And honestly, I don't know if this makes me sound dumb, but what happens when you feel like you absolutely don't even know how to search for the inner you? How do you really pinpoint what you really like to do? What are your real hobbies? We can, you know, like, what are they? And I don't know who else feels like this. I mean, trust me, I know a lot of people that know exactly what they love doing or what they even like doing. And me, I find myself picking up so many different things and not finishing them. And that could actually be uh, an answer to my own problems is maybe if I actually finish an activity. But look at me. I think the other way around. If I didn't finish it, obvious, it didn't hold that much attraction to me to begin with for me to finish it. So now, what am I supposed to do? Like, for instance, a lot of people were, um, you know, really hyping up this paint by numbers. Don't get me wrong. I think I even know the mistake I made right there. The paint by numbers was cool, but I may have ordered an advanced paint by number uh, canvas and it was just so overwhelming. And I understand, yes, great for the pandemic because I mean, what else did we have to do really? And honestly, I wasted my three months of the pandemic. And now I'm like, oh, let me just go back. Let me just start over. Now I know what to do, which honestly, you've been, you knew what to do the first time. You just didn't do it. But like I said, um, as far as that paint by numbers, it was intriguing at first. And then boom, my interest was gone and going and going. And then now it's just sitting on the side of my bed. And now school's about to start. And for anyone out there, I am in nursing school are in. And if you know, you know, it's not easy. We haven't even started school yet. And we already is are backed up on work. And it's like, here we go. So luckily I went out to Target and Walmart and bought me a desk and chair and a couple little knickknacks. But now I'm afraid that I freaking spent so much time making my desk cute that I actually didn't leave any space to actually put my books and my papers. So we will have to arrange that soon. So again, um, like I said, so things like that, trying to search for a hobby and blah, blah, blah. So what else did I try? That just didn't pan out. Oh, roller skating. I just been seeing all this stuff. And originally, guys, I am a California girl. I moved from California about six to seven years ago. And I've been in the Midwest ever since then, St. Louis. And then now I currently reside in Decatur, Illinois. Um, I'm like a couple hours from Chicago. So... Now I'm out here and I'm just watching all those TikToks and I see all the girls um, skating down by Venice Beach and it just looks so California dreamy. And I'm like, oh, that's what I want to do. 
forgetting that back in the day when we were young teeny boppers and we used to go to the skating rink, like, it's not like you had any real moves, like you didn't even know how to skate backwards. So like, what are you really going to do? And I was at a skating rink. So what are you going to do in this concrete? Fall and bust your big old tail is what you're going to do. But, um, so that didn't work out either. At least I didn't buy the expensive skates and go for one day. Oh, another thing I tried to do. I tried to take up tennis. Mm, didn't work out. Never even swung that tennis racket. It's still sitting on the side of my bed. So yeah, that's not good. But like I said, um, let me go ahead and bring this around back. It's hard for me to find like real hobbies. And on top of that, I would honestly have to say this is one of the most like embarrassing things about me is that um, I don't think that I have a real productive set of friends. And I am different from my friends. So the things that I like, they may find weird or you know, but again, I'm from California. I'm multicultural. They're not. So that's where I'm stuck. And it's just irritating at times. Well, actually all the time, because the only time that we can come together is really going out and drinking and, you know, partying. And I want to do other things like, hey, let's go rock climbing. Let's go camping. Let's go hiking. Let's go bike riding, which honestly, I've gotten good at. I finally went out and bought a bike and I actually do use my bike. So I'm proud of that. But again, my set of friends. And that's another thing. Once I graduate, I really honestly want to move because I just kind of want to find a different group. Not saying I want to stop being friends with my friends. I just want to just find a different group of people to kind of hang out with, like more, you know, and everyone knows, honestly, in this day and age, it's not like the old days. It's not like, you know, where we got our friends from to begin with. So finding new friends is hard, but being the age that I am, I'm not looking for a best friend for life. I'm looking for a friend slash acquaintance, someone that I can mingle with and go out to dinner with and go maybe to an art gallery or a museum or let's go bike riding or something like that. One of those type of friends, but we don't have to indulge our deepest secrets or know our past. I'm not looking for that. Um, the people that have my secrets have my secrets and I can't be telling any more secrets. And actually, I actually learned that the hard way, which came from my relationship. You indulge your secrets to the person you think you love. And it was actually just the wrong person to tell them to pretty much. So that's that. So no more. Oh, let's share secrets. And plus, please. We're 30 plus. What do you want to know about me besides what I do currently? As long as I'm no serial killer or whatever, we should be okay. Um, But that's the thing. 
Finding a friendship is equivalent to finding a relationship. It's almost like finding a boyfriend. You like to think it's easy, but no, it's not. It's not actually easy to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend because you have to build the relationship. And the way we are these days, everything is more so like, oh, we're just talking and bumping, but that's about the furthest it's really going to go. There's no real commitment going on. So as far as that goes, I just want to see how this will play out as far as moving and trying to see what friends I can make because making friends is building a relationship and building a relationship isn't easy, but it's easier than finding an actual relationship for love purposes. So I have a chance. (sighs) Let's see. So anyway, back around. So as we go on, we're thinking about let's try to heal after someone has drained the life out of us. And it's just, again, like I said, when I read the article, it was about finding what you love to do and getting back to you. And the only way that I feel that you can honestly really do that is kind of what I've already been doing. Having a thought saying something sounds funny, and then going to go try it. And then I'm finding out that it's not. So I'm really thinking like, okay, am I the, the only thing I like to do is get drunk and have fun? I hope not. But, you know, we'll see. But nothing so far has beaten that. So I'm getting worried over here. So, um, yeah. But again, it's no limit to it. And especially, I think people have forgotten about this because I haven't heard too much about it, which is um, Groupon. I don't like, there used to be a craze about Groupon. Hell, I even was all about Groupon. But now I noticed that it has faded. Where? did it go? Do people actually still get on there? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I would definitely have to look on Groupon. I think that's actually a good way to start because you know what? Before this pandemic hit, it was um, paint and sips. That would be fun. That's fun for a date and that's fun for a friend thing. But that circles back around to me saying my friends don't do things like that. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do that. But I think um, anyway, so enough about that. We'll go back to the trying to heal yourself. So um, in this article, I did read like it's okay to be sad and to allow yourself like a good cry. And that's honestly true. Um, People think like you're supposed to walk around and be super strong. And no one said we were Superman. 
And for the most part, we all have time to ourselves. And sometimes take yourself in that room, in that bathroom. You can turn the lights off. You can turn on your sad music. You can put the song on repeat. You can replay your favorite part that makes you cry even harder. Um, you know, we we like it as long as our music don't stop while we're in the middle of tears because we want the full effect of being sad. So it's okay to do that. You know, just let it out because honestly, I would. I've been heartbroken before and I legitly like I kind of wish a camera crew was there. I might have had an acting career right now if they would have caught my sadness and the way it played out on camera. You know, maybe next time I'll film it. (laughs) I don't know if I was too heartbroken to do that. So again, don't be afraid to let yourself cry after a breakup or even if a friendship hurts you that much. No one said it has to be about a relationship. If a friendship hurts you that much, cry it out or be sad. You don't have to cry. If you're not a crier, I have a friend. I've never seen her cry. I've actually never seen her show any real emotion. Now that I think about it, it's kind of scary. You know, I've only seen her mad and we all can show that we're mad because hell, we want to walk around like we're all tough. So, but as far as like a real emotion, mm -hmm. but anyway, about that. Another thing, say for instance, you are the person that left. You are the person that made that decision. It's time. It's time for us not to be friends anymore. It's time for us not to be together anymore. If you made that decision, you made it for a reason, okay? Don't be out there doubting yourself. Don't doubt the reason you made the decision. Matter of fact, stand behind your decision. And after you heal, re-enter that, uh, reevaluate the reasons you did it. And if they still stand strong, then of course, you did what was best for you. And we don't have that many good years on this earth. And you cannot spend it being just miserable, you know, or just being with the wrong person. Because I found myself doing it twice, wasted lots of years just with the wrong people. Excuse me, my dog be doing just the most. So, yeah, I found myself just wasting those years. And here I am again, five years out. And now I'm 30. I lost my last bit of my 20s, but it's okay. Another thing I forgot to, this kind of popped into my head. When you are going through something, I know it's hard with the way things are today, but you have to stay out of contact. I'm not saying cut everyone off. No, you don't have to cut everyone off, but you also don't need to be so active. But for those who feel ultimate depression from being alone, I would say don't do it. But I wouldn't say surround yourself with everyone. 
and you don't have to be normal, but don't be so secluded to where you can end up, Lord forbid, possibly hurting yourself if you're that devastated. So no, we don't want that and you shouldn't want it either. But just don't be out there. And a lot of people like to post everything on Facebook. You can be vague. Don't be vulgar and don't be telling all your business. You can talk about how you've healed from the hurt and you've moved on from things. No one has to know what it was. No one has to know that your relationship is over or you and homegirl or homeboy are not friends anymore. No one needs to know that. So, yeah, for the most part, try and stay out of contact. I'm not saying don't go on Facebook or Instagram or blah, 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 not, or Twitter. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying just don't be so out there. Um, another thing, like I said um, at the beginning, it's actually just getting creative. Get creative with what you feel you might like. Think outside the box and then just go try it. You never know. What if you go try something and you come across something that made you fall in love instantly? And honestly, that's just what the world is. It's a life. Go live it. Um, oh, another thing. Oh, these are popping in. So go back in time. And when I say go back in time, don't go back when, oh, I first met this person and blah, 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 blah. No, don't go back to those times. When you think about go back in time, take yourself back to a time where you felt that you were your most happiest or you felt that you were the most you or you even felt like when someone asked you what you like to do, you actually knew the answer. Because trust me, when you give yourself away for so long, that answer fades out your head as if you study for an exam and you looked over a formula once and said, I got it. And then you go to take the test and <laughs> where are you? Nowhere. It's like that years with the wrong person can take that out of your head to where you now find yourself saying, I don't know. Go back to a time where you knew those answers and think about just the things that made you. What, what was the things that surrounded you that was going on or, you know, that really truly made you happy. And so Earlier too, um, my next one is actually spend time with others. So I know you may think that contradicts what I said earlier when I said stay out of contact. No, when I say stay out of contact, I meant like don't be like so out there. And then when I say out there, I mean don't be putting that business out there for just even people that don't even matter to you to be able to make comments. So spend time around others. Some of us, when we get in our, into our relationships, we friends kind of go on a back burner because we're all hoping to get the ring and prove that we're worthy. It's 
that we spend our time there building and constructing that relationship. And although, yes, we still hang out with friends from time to time, it's not the same. Actually, for me, it was when I went back to California around my family. Not that I wanted to live in California, but just being around them, I was like, just happy. And I was legitly myself. I was really, really happy. I actually, even just right now, getting nostalgia, I'm just like, wow, I remember just how good I felt just to be around family. And it just so happened to be my aunt's 50th birthday. And we had a big old family party in her huge house. It was great. It really was. So um, the next thing is focus on the present. Don't live in the past. And when I say that, I know it sounds like, oh, you're contradicting when you say go back to a time. No, that's not what I'm saying when I say focus on the present. What I'm saying is let what was be what it was. But what is right now is the new you, the free you. So use that freedom and excel. Be in the present. Don't think about, oh, we used to walk here and oh, we used to hang out here and oh, we used to do this. Don't do that. Don't do it. Just leave it be. We're going to move on. And of course, last but not least, a lot of people kind of be like, oh, it's so just cliche saying this, but it's true. Love yourself. Have you ever thought if you actually truly loved you? My dad used to tell me something. He used to ask me all the time, and I guess he must have saw something in me a long time ago that he felt was going to play out wrong.